A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Today, I am very honoured, very pleased to be saying I'm joined by a gentleman from uh, originally from Iran by the name of Arif Gilani. And Arif and I are going to be talking about honouring your relationship with life. Arif, a very, very warm welcome to you, sir. Thank you very much, uh, Paul. Thank you for the opportunity. Indeed, we are honouring life today. I'm, on, I'm honoured to be here, sir. Listeners, what, Arif, uh, this is actually, I'm going to let you into a little secret here. This is actually only the third time that Arif and I have spoken. He was introduced to me just a matter of days ago. And isn't it true in life? I'm sure you've experienced this. Sometimes, you know, paths cross with people and you think, wow, what's happened there? It feels right in a way that you can't explain. And um, that's certainly been the case from my experience with Arif. And um, as I say, this is only our third conversation, but I know he's got some really rich insights to share, you know, his respect for life and, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, Arif, I don't even know where to start with this. Honouring your relationship with life. Have you got any thoughts about where we actually start? Uh, the, yes, sir. There are so many moments in life where you really appreciate the next breath that you take. I'll give you an example. In 2013, I had started a company in Toronto, Canada. I was on my bike and I was a victim of a hit and run accident that totally lost my memory. So I couldn't remember anybody, even my children. It was a, one of those moments that you would say I would honor life because it brought me to this awakening that life is very precious. Every moment is precious. So that's where we, we start, sir. Mm, and it's a very good starting point because when you look at World Game Changers values, listeners, the first of the five L's is actually exactly what Arif just said, life. Because without life, what is there? There is nothing. It's the starting point. It's, it's everything. And without it, there's nothing. So what a great starting point there, Reef, and what a great intro, life. So where do we go from there then? I mean, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and how your life's unfolded and some of the values that's been instilled in you. And I know from the couple of conversations we've had previously, you know, your mother's been a great influence, hasn't she, in that respect? I appreciate that. So if I may allow Paul to backtrack a little bit, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a quite an interesting journey. Uh, I was born, as you mentioned, on the triangle between Iran, Iraq, and Turkey, very highly geopolitically sensitive area. And uh, by the age of 10, our lives were just like a little episode of what I call the little house on the prairie. We had a beautiful, simple life on top of the mountains. And then the war started and everything turned into a mayhem, which is another moment that brought me two very pinnacle moments that brought me to 
thinking back now to appreciating every moment of life. And there on, I took on a journey. Uh, as a matter of fact, when I was 13, somebody handed me a book. That's what I love writing and also reading books. It was called Uncle Tom's Cabin, and it just opened my mind's eye to a different possibility of living in peace and harmony and all of the things that your organization is about. So I took on this journey that I really didn't know where it's going to lead. But 13 years later, I was, I was living in Canada and ever since have been there. And it's been quite an interesting journey. But I have appreciated life every moment ever since childhood because of the cruelty that I saw that, it, that war brings to life, that uh, mayhem and uh, stress brings to people's lives. Mm. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I mean, when we, when we look at the, the gift of life, Arif, that we've been given, that's been bestowed upon us, do you, I mean, you know, over your years and your challenging experiences, have you asked that question? You know, what's the point? Why am I here? What's this all about? You know, any thoughts around that? Because it's, I mean, surely that's a question, listeners, that at some time or other, we've all asked ourselves, you know, why am I here? Any thoughts around that, Arif? Uh, yes, absolutely. Paul, it, uh, once we have a, uh, what I call an awakened uh, mind or soul, it comes to purpose. When we ask, why am I here? Which is one of the things that I talk about. First chapter in my book, everything starts with why. Um, and that's really where we realize I am not just this body that's going through here and ending up as a, a gravestone in some cemetery. God or the higher power put me here for a purpose. I'm here to serve uh, a purpose, a special purpose to contribute to humanity so to make uh, the lives of other people better that's why really when we ask ourselves why here and value life you know, finding our purpose is really important in life and that's what I've been searching and coming across your platforms has just brought me to the pinnacle point of finding on my purpose to make a change in this world yeah. And, and is it fair to say that along that, you know, that purposeful path, Arif, that really it's all about a voyage of self-discovery, a voyage of learning? Is that a fair comment? Absolutely. Uh, again, this, this, uh, this road of discovery is not an easy one. To live a purposeful life or to find out your why is really not for everybody, I believe. But once you get on it, it's like a it's like a force, a powerful force that can't stop you. So many challenges happen in life, so many obstacles, so many disasters, so many injuries and wars. And all of this seems like a very uh, unimportant once you find your why. Why am I here? It's, it's absolutely a discovery in life. Yes, sir. Hmm. So and then, you know, that kind of learning process is it fair to say, I ask this as a question rather than as a suggestion, but is it fair to say, Arif, that, you know, part of that learning really is around love, isn't it? Because isn't, isn't love the antidote to all the, uh, you know, I'm going to make a big sweeping statement here, all the challenges in the world, big statement or big question, is love the answer 
to all the challenges uh, in the world? Uh, see, uh, Paula, every, every day we wake up, we have two options to approach life with. One is to approach with love and the other is with fear. And unfortunately in the world we live in, we're programmed such as most people approach life with fears and limitations, but love is absolutely the answer. You approach every relationship, every conversation, every interaction with this uh, principle of reminding yourself that love is the answer. Uh, gates open up and people like yourself uh, you know, appear and uh, in, in my own words, miracles start to happen once you approach life with love. Absolutely the answer. Mm. You told us about your book. You mentioned your book there. Do you want to spend a couple of moments, Arif, giving us a, a deeper insight? You know, the book's name, the book's title, for example. Just give us an overview around that book, if you will. Um, absolutely. Um, when the pandemic hit, Paul, all of this uh, journey that you mentioned of learning process was going on inside my mind and the world was getting... Um, locked up and you couldn't even breathe and I haven't been through war and haven't been through uh, brain injury and multiple other uh, very stressful situations I knew this will pass too I knew human beings are more creative than than we seem at some points and we will pass through this phase of life so I wanted to do something or bring a message that will bring hope to other people and so I just started to write it and it started to flow through me. I really didn't uh, intentionally, you know, departmentalize the chapters and thought about it beforehand. I just started to write and flow through me. The, and and uh, the title, uh, just as I mentioned, was the Ministry of Miracles. I said, how wonderful would it be, for example, a... In an organization like the World Game Changers, like a ministry of miracles where people could come and connect with resources that would help them create miracles in their own lives. So a little bit about how it, how it all started was, uh, as I mentioned, just uh, a calling, uh, finding out the why after this learning process that I was through and uh, it just flew through me. And here we are talking to you, sir. Mm. Ministry of Miracles, listeners. I love that. You know, my mind when I listen to people speak, I'm always sort of, I don't know, trying to create something. What's landing? And I tell you what landed there Ministry of Miracles. If we look at that as an acronym, it's MOM, M O M, MOM, Ministry of Miracles. And when we look at uh, the moms in this world, beautiful, beautiful, divine feminine energies that nurture, that give that precious gift of life, bring children, bring beings into the world through their divine feminine energy. And, you know, and then they nurture and they protect. That, that's kind of what landed with me, just on a simple, you know, I don't know, bit of creativity getting, um, getting underway there, Arif. But that's what struck me about the title of your Ministry of Miracles, Mom, and that beautiful feminine energy. Because isn't it fair to say that your mother's had quite an effect or a strong guidance in your world, um, Arif? Is, is that the case? Uh, yes, sir, absolutely. Uh, again, I was blessed to be born in a family of many 
um, female figures, the main being my mother and seven other sisters, but she raised us through war, through a lot of challenges. And now my family, my immediate family is uh, living in Europe and North America, myself and my immediate family, but the inspiration, the work ethic, the sacrifices that mother showed me, stayed with me, uh, the principle we talked about earlier, that anybody that crosses your path, that is even one day older than you, respect them, show them love and uh, you know, address them as sir or ma'am or be respectful to people. Those are principles that my mother instilled in me and absolutely the title of the book and the acronym that you just uh, mentioned would be perfectly fitting with the uh, message of the book and appealing to those feminine, female audiences that might uh, be reminded of their power. I believe women are very instrumental in, in, in uh, shaping our societies, in shaping our families. You know, every society, every community, every country starts from home. And that's why I'm proud to say that my mother was one of the biggest inspirations in my life, sir. Mm, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Let's go back to these um, these five values that uh, that we started, or I started, Arif. And so we started with that most sacred gift of all, life. And then we had a look at the learning, that voyage of discovery. Discovery about what? Love, and particularly self-love. You know, self-forgiveness, self-gratitude. I think there's this misconception, isn't there, that, that, you know, if you talk about yourself, you're being selfish and egotistical. But that's not the case, is there? And I think it's worth taking a couple of moments, Arif, just to dwell on this topic of love, this, this energy, this all-powerful energy of love, and particularly self-love. Any thoughts around those two simple words, self-love? Self-love is the basis for all love, uh, Paul. I believe if you don't love yourself, how do you expect the world to love you, to accept you as you are? And it's nothing to do with having an ego or being egotistical. It's just respecting the spirit that's within you. See, just uh, uh, what we talked about earlier, your why. If you realize your why and the value that you will bring to this world. I think self-respect comes as a byproduct of realizing your own worth and your own values and your own principles that you will present to the world. Self-love is the beginning of all love. Uh, you know, it all starts with uh, understanding your own, your own personality, your own values, and trying to shape the world and being a part of a community that values those principles that you value that you have standards that you set for yourself mm. that's where it starts yes sir i want to continue this theme if i may and say you know please challenge it or please challenge it and do you know do with it whatever you your heart tells you to do with it but you know when you look at the values of the five l's so we've looked at life we've looked at learning we've looked at loving the fourth one is legacy, because surely the whole point of the gift of life is to learn lessons, learn about love, and then pass those lessons on to, 
you know, the next generation so that they can pass it on for generations to come. You know, this is, for me, this is the simple philosophy of life. Because like yourself, in, in a different way, or if I've been through a lot of pain, a lot of darkness, and, you know, come out the other side. Now, you know, I've found that the answer is very, very, very simple. And we're talking about it now. And it really is simple. You know, and I've had so many people challenge me to say, oh, but you don't understand, Paul, you know, blah, 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 or X or Y or Z or A or B or C. We've all got challenges in life to varying degrees. Surely the answer is how we face those challenges. Any thoughts around leaving that legacy? Because that's, that's key, isn't it? That, you know, whatever pain we go through, whatever darkness we go through, Arif, it's how we handle it. And we pass on those lessons to, you know, to future generations so that they pass them on and they improve the lessons even more. And surely, ultimately, that contributes to towards leaving, you know, a more peaceful world. Any thoughts around that one? Uh, Paul, uh, this you brought it to a point where I am really passionate about, um, which is legacy. You see, with the, the journey that I took, I had a, a, um, a unique situation where my children, uh, being in Canada and Canadian culture, were separated from my, my immediate family, which was a Kurdish background in rural area and all of this. So part of my mission was to, to be a bridge builder. And that's the legacy that I want to leave with my own life, to be a bridge builder between, we all bridge builders, in fact, between the past generations and the future generations. So in my own mission, the building this bridge immediately would empower my children to know their roots and to know their legacy of their family and where they came from and what they can build on. Uh, children, I believe, need a solid basis and it's our job to teach them and also to show them an example of leaving a legacy. Children are so brilliant. Uh, they can learn anything if we just set an example. And part of our mission is really to leave a legacy of being bridge builders between this generation and the future generations. Finally, of the five L's, life, learning, loving, legacy. And the final one really, Arif, is a bit of a, some people say, oh, that's a bit of a strange one. Loyalty, loyalty. To thine own self, be true. Be true to yourself in all this, in all you do in life. Speak your truth, even when, you know, the outside world is going to judge you because, you know, you're stepping outside what they understand, their model of the world. They don't agree with you. Um, they don't like it, etc., etc. But isn't it true, Arif, that we've been given the life, the gift of life, that sacred gift, you know, to do with it, to contribute, to leave a legacy. And people may or may not understand that. And But at all times, the key thing there is, even when family are judging us or, or disowning us, you know, I've had family disown me because of some of my views around what I think the world should be and how are my, you know, how, how my world squares. You know, they don't agree with it. That's fine. I'm not saying I'm not right. And I'm not saying they're wrong either way. But 
what I am saying is this is my truth and to myself, I will be true. And if that means I've only got me in the world, that's fine. Any thoughts around that one, Arif? That's a very unique one, Paul. Loyalty, absolutely. Um, loyalty, let me just uh, go back to the story. Coming from my background and having a mixed race relationship and children and just like you said, uh, for a long time, for five, six or seven years, my family disowned me because of the choices that I made. But I had made up my mind that this was my choice. This, I got to be loyal to myself and the principles and the understanding. It's not our job, Paul, to make everybody understand us. It's impossible to have everybody being happy with our choices. But as you said, if we're loyal to ourselves, we know our own direction. Eventually, the truth comes to the surface. Like they say, the uh, cream rises to the top and we show our true color and even our family turn around and give us much more love uh, that we even deserve. That's the situation that has happened to me just because you said, like you said, be true to thyself. And I have been on this journey of really being true to myself, regardless of all outside uh, whispers and, and naysayers and people who try to accuse me of everything that I have done. But today, the world is changing and they are seeing true colors and they're seeing that I'm here to serve and they respect that. So sometimes they don't understand us. They try to derail us from our journeys of you know, life and building a legacy and living and loving life. But once they realize that we are on a great path, they come our way, they support us. They really put a fire log, fire logs on our fire. So that's been my experience, but uh, loyalty is a key component. Even in business, Paul, like uh, a mastermind alliance, and I have studied this and uh, written about it and also talked about it in different businesses, I have people around the world, Paul, for example, in unknown places like uh, Mongolia, who are part of the work that we did, the team that we built. And the first thing I talk to them is about loyalty. And uh, we have built wonderful relationships just based on talking about this principle of loyalty in life and in business and being true to ourselves. Absolutely. And so, listeners, you know, I mean, this this fascinating conversation with with Arif really does. I hope I can only hope that kind of mirror reflect the simplicity of life, the the importance of having values. You know, I spent many years in the dark space, as I've said, thinking that values were something for the rich and the privileged. Oh, I I, I, haven't, I haven't got the luxury of having values. I'm too busy surviving. I don't, I don't get all that fancy stuff rubbish it's no 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 people don't understand values on the streets you know it's kill or be killed kind of mentality the lot my world is very black and white but the reality is isn't it uh aretha actually that darkness that despair that judgment that comes from people the only way to actually dilute all that and, and to get rid of it is it's through love and um you know, that, that, as you said earlier on, that is the antidote to fear. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been a really, really, for me, 
a delightful conversation to have been part of. So um, I want to invite you in in a moment, uh, Arif, to sort of to share something. But before I do that, um, I also invite you in to share your contact details and uh, how people can find out about you, a bit more about you, how they can contact you, whatever that may be. Yes, sir. I uh, I'm, uh, I appreciate this, what you said, Paul, about uh, the importance, importance of values. And that's uh, really uh, valuable to me. And I have uh, been seeking and establishing my own values. Uh, what uh, we can do in terms of connection, people just go, can Google Arif Gilani, that's A-R-I-F-G-I-L-A-N-Y on uh, Google. Uh, there's a YouTube channel called The Ministry of Miracles where I put up videos, short clips about the nuggets that I share with people also on um, social media, on Facebook, on LinkedIn particularly, and on um, Instagram, just under my name, or they can Google it. There's a, there are other links that are business related, but that's how they can find me on this side of um, my values. Superb. So as we draw towards a close then, Arif, as, as what I've said has been a, for me anyway, a fascinating, a beautiful conversation, one I truly honor. I just want to ask you one simple question. If, you know, obviously you've written your book, Ministry of Miracles. You've shared some amazing insights here. But I want you in, in sort of a real kind of one liner, 30 seconds, you know, to share with a message to the world. You know, what's your legacy, Arif? What's your one big headline, headline message to the world? What would that be? It's a big question and I've put you on the spot. What would that be? Paul, every single one of us has the ability to create miracles in our lives. If we tap into the God-given potentials that we have. So how to find those is really through those creative faculties that we all have, which are intuition, perception, memory, reason, and the most important, imagination. If you can tap into your imagination, you can create miracles into your life. Beautiful. Arif, I sign off here yet again. No apologies for repeating. My utmost gratitude to you for, for being part of um, a certainly very, very insightful, uh, I'll use the word again, a beautiful conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Paul. It's uh, such an honor to have been connected with people as uh, yourself. It's my honor and pleasure. Thank you, sir. And all that remains now, listeners, on that very poignant note, I feel quite emotional about this, as you can probably tell from my, the tone of my voice. But uh, nonetheless, I'm going to sign off the way I always do by saying, remember, the world's changing. How will you respond? The world is changing and you can make it better. Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond?